Horror Riders Podcast, episode number 48. All right, and welcome back to the Horror Riders Podcast, the show with two horror authors discussing all things in the world of horror. I'm Zach Bohan, and with me, as always, is Jay Thorne. How you doing, Jay? What's up, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing as good as I can, I guess. You're doing uh, better, been, right? You're I'm kind doing of better, yeah. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been, Jay knows, we've been emailing, but I've been under the weather this week. I, I rarely get sick, and I got, I was down for like three days this week. Uh, well, two days solid, and uh, like, were like really bad. So, um, feeling better. And uh, coming around, feeling good enough to uh, to record a show, so I'm I'm really excited, to, really excited to be here and uh, and and talk to you. So so uh, so today, uh, I'm just glad I'm not laying in bed. I'm glad I'm actually <laughs> You're upright. Doing That's something. a win. <laughs> I'm upright. That is a win. So um, so today um, we're gonna do. We're calling this the Clive Barker Show. Um, we're gonna do. Some, we're just gonna talk about Clive Barker in general. The guy is a patriarch in the horror genre in all different aspects, art, film, books. Um, so we're just going to have kind of a general discussion um, on, on him, but there's a couple other things we were just going to, we were going to talk about first. Um, first off, I guess uh, big thing tonight, uh, if you're, if you're listening or watching this the day it airs, which is Sunday, um, you know that the, the walking dead season six finale is tonight. Um, everybody's talking about it. Um, I, I don't want to say too much now, um, I will actually say that uh, if you saw our episode on the first half of the season, we you know we kind of shit on it, and I will say that the second half of the season has definitely redeemed it for me so far. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this episode and uh, and and finally uh, meeting Negan. So it should be it should be a lot of fun. Sorry if there's people out there who haven't watched the second half of the season yet. I'm yeah, I heard Daryl so. dies too. That's what I heard. It's very it's it's very or you know. It's it's very very possible. Who knows? But uh, like we're internet. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you had to start that one. I think no, that I one's already going around. So, um, but yeah. So so in saying that, uh, you know, we're gonna let that settle tonight when that happens, and uh, next week's episode will be a recap of season six of the of the second half, and uh, just kind of where it stands up and where we think the show is going. Um, so, uh, I know you have one other announcement before we get there. You got anything cool that's been going on? You've been reading anything, watched anything cool or? Yeah, well, I kind of made something that's been pretty cool. I wanted to mention on the show. Uh, I started another podcast and it's, it's very different than this one. Uh, it's called the intronaut, T-H-E-I-N-T-R-O-N-A-U-T.com. And it's a podcast for introverts. Uh, if any of you know me, you'll know that, um, I do a pretty good job at, at seeming to be comfortable around people and I'm not, uh, in fact, uh, talking to Zach via Google is really a challenge. I have to work my way up to it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but anyways, the, the podcast was inspired by Justin Jackson's, uh, mega maker podcast. So it's, um, it's weekly episodes are really short. They're sort of uh, monologue type of things. Like they're less than 15 minutes each. And they usually have something to do with introversion or being an introvert. And uh, I'm going to have some guests on. And anyways, that launch, it's been doing really well. I'm excited about it. So I just wanted to mention it on this show. It's funny. Uh, <clears throat> when I first looked it up on uh, on iTunes, I, I typed in intronaut. And all these 
uh, all these podcasts that the metal band Intronaut had been yes. on popped up. And it's funny because that band, uh, the company I work for, we endorsed their drummer. So I was like, oh, it's kind of funny. That's popping up and Jay's there. So Yeah, I saw um, that too. I was like, that's, that's, that's okay. We're far enough apart in what we're doing that the name won't confuse people. <laughs> I was in a band that uh, I put on a metal fest one time in Mississippi and they played. So it was kind of funny too. Anyways, I don't know why I'm going off on that. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, yeah, I honestly don't really have much cool because I've been sick and I've been uh, uh, balls deep in edits for Empty Bodies 5. So I haven't really been reading a lot. Um, I've been trying to. I haven't really. I've been watching Walking Dead. Um, I did start listening to the audiobook today for. Uh, I just I've I've been in this uh, as a lot of people probably are right now. I've been in a big Star Wars kick. Um, uh, yeah. The the new movie actually came out on digital today, Force Awakens. Um, and uh, the Chuck Wendig put out a book um, called Aftermath that is like basically right after Return of the Jedi, and I think it's going to be a trilogy that kind of leads up to the Force Awakens. And uh, it's it's called Aftermath. Uh, I don't know if I said that a second ago, but. Uh, I had to read it because it's got like two and a half stars on Amazon. Oh. And the reason that people were beating it up, I was just like, okay, I got to read this book. And I've never like listened or read a star Wars book. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to check it out and see what's up. But it's crazy because like, it's like a full production audiobook. Like, and you, oh. it's kind of like book track. Yeah. So like there's, there's sounds going around in the background, like the whole time. And I think it would bother me normally but because it's Star Wars and because like you're hearing like the classic music and you, like when the TIE fighters are fighting, like you're hearing the room and oh, the, yeah. the like, it's kind of cool. Like, mm. and I'm like, Oh, this is actually kind of neat. And it's not that distracting. Um, so there's that. So that's kind of cool. I, I like, I'm only like half an hour into the book or something. Uh, it sucks. Cause I can't, I usually listen to books on one and a half speed and I can't with this one because of the sound in oh, the background. Right. But, but uh, but it's cool. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna see how it is and, and kind of kind of enjoy it. But uh, I guess that's my something cool that's going on. So uh, aftermath right. by uh, Chuck Wendig. So <laughs> so um, one more thing before we jump into the topic, uh, Jay had a little uh, something something else he wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah, I wanted to. Uh, well, we both wanted to uh, kind of have have some fun with you guys in a uh, in a legal and appropriate way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna have a little giveaway here on the podcast, uh, and uh, we're gonna start it today. Which, if um, you know, if you're listening on the feed, it's it's April third. We're gonna run it for two weeks. It'll it'll end around noon Eastern time on the seventeenth. And let me show you what the prizes are to start. So we have a sort of a prize box, and I gotta remember to say this for those who are listening on the iTunes uh, on the iTuner. Uh, we got a signed placard of the Blair Witch Project by Eduardo Sanchez, my buddy that did the film. We got uh, two packs of limited edition Beetlejuice trading cards. We've got the Horoscopes book. It is a little book of misfortunes. And we have Zombie Tarot cards, a full box. Full set. That actually looks awesome. So that is going to be in the prize box. And what we're going to do is every time we get uh, an increment of five reviews on iTunes, we're going to add something to the box. So, so that's the minimum. That's what you win no matter what, whoever wins it. And every, and every time we hit an increment of five, we're going to add something. So we may add something like a signed paperback book by myself or Mr. Bohannon. 
we may add something like the grudge on dvd or the ring on dvd or we might add something like a hardcover edition of Stephen King's Desperation. We've got a whole box of cool shit that we're just going to keep adding to the prize all the way up until the 17th. It is absolutely free to join. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. You don't have to do anything. You just enter and you're in. You know, even if you leave a review or not, you're entered and you're, you're good to win. But every time we get five more, we add something to the box. So two more things on that. So, uh, how long is it? How long are we going to be adding to the box? Like, when is it going to end? I uh, guess before we actually give the box away. Yeah, we're going to run it for two weeks. Uh, so we'll okay. it'll run from April third to the seventeenth, and uh, we'll we'll add to the box all the way up until the time the giveaway yeah. ends. And just for anyone who isn't a hundred percent tech savvy, uh, what is the easiest way to leave a review on iTunes? I believe uh, you don't even have to leave a review. You can just leave a rating. Um, so oh, that's true. We'll, okay. We'll leave a little uh, a little instruction thingy there for iTunes. I think uh, I think you have to be in iTunes. But once you're in iTunes, if you if you do a search for the show, you can just click the star. I think it, I think that's all there is to it. But we'll yeah, think, we'll put I some details so. there for that as well. I think there's an easy way to do it on the phone too if you have an iPhone. But, yeah, uh, which I don't. So yeah. But a lot of people do, so they're just not you. They're not. They're not me. So, but yeah. So we'll we'll have all that on there. But uh, but yeah. So just something we want to do for you guys. Um. So so yeah, we'll have all that in there from and uh, and and good luck to everybody. Well, hopefully we get. Hopefully we end up with a uh, a lot of cool prize in there. I'm looking around right now, seeing what I can add in there. But I have a uh, some pencils. <laughs> I'll yeah, put some pencils say, in there. You can't just add random shit from your office. You want to get rid of it. Doesn't work that way. I got like a I got stack it. of scratch paper. I'm gonna add. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, well, you know, in front of me, I have Jason, but I don't really want to give him. I was one, gonna right? say, I got this little Buddha guy. I'm gonna add. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm not yeah. adding him. If you're watching on the video feed, I am not adding this guy. He's my yeah. good luck charm. I'm not giving Skyrim away, <laughs> either. So. You know, okay, let's just but, uh, keep, let's just keep talking about things we're not going to give away. That'll get people excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> any anyways, but uh, but yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. So, um, so anyway, so cool. So let's jump into the topic. So, um, like I said, Jay and I just wanted to kind of have a general discussion um, on Clive Barker, and uh, like I said, and kind of leading up an intro. Clive Barker is, you know, if you don't know Clive Barker's name, then I don't really know why you're listening to our show, to be honest. With you. Yeah, turn it off. Um, just turn it off right now. Really, seriously, just turn it off. We don't, <laughs> we don't need your review. You don't get our box of prizes. No, um, no, you can still leave a review. Then yeah, you one star it, I guess, if you want. But, <laughs> but, uh, but no, but uh, yeah. And so Clive is is one of the one of the few that is instrumental. Has been, you know, he's a an author. He is a He writes screenplays. He directs films. He does art. He does the guy does it all. And he's great at all of it. Um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so we're just gonna have a general discussion. So Jay, I guess where's kind of a, like, where's kind of a good place is like, what I like, maybe here's, maybe here's a good place. So kind of what was your introduction to Clive Barker? Uh, well, I think like a lot of people, my introduction uh, to Clive Barker came through Stephen King. Um, so if you've been around, if you've been around a little bit long, longer than um, some of the kids today, you'll know that uh, 
Stephen King sort of anointed Clive Barker as the next big thing in horror. And this was in like the mid eighties, I want to say like 84, 85. And, and that was my introduction. And I honestly didn't read his stuff first. I saw um, Hellraiser first. And that's, that's how I discovered who Clive Barker was. But I, uh, and then he had like, you know, there was uh, I think, Nightbreed and like Candyman. Yeah. Candyman was a big movie of his, and like was at the eighties or nineties. Yeah. I think a lot of people knew him uh, more as a a screenwriter or or a producer or director. Um, but as you as you said in the open, um, the guy does a ton of stuff. He he's really he's an inspiration for, for me in a way that like Stephen King and Dean Koontz are not. And I've, I've cited those two guys as major inspirations, but the difference I think with Clive Barker is what you said, Zach, he does so much other stuff um, from, I mean, paint, you know, watercolor and painting and, you know, um, and, and the writing and uh, he's, he just, he's just a super creative storyteller and, and that's very inspiring. And uh and he's been a big influence on me. So, I, to, yeah, so to, along with the way answering your question was uh, I discovered him through his movies. Uh, how about you? How did you come to discover him? What's well, funny, like I first I first heard about who Clive Barker was uh, through Hellraiser, which is probably what a, most people um, probably like when they hear Clive Barker's name, like the first image they get is Pinhead. Um, yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, like Pinhead is very iconic. I mean, probably Mount Rushmore of, of horror characters. Um, and uh, so, but what's funny is that like Hellraiser was one of the, one of those horror movies that like I kind of passed over, like when I was younger, um, like I was really into Friday the 13th and Halloween and, and, and Nightmare on Elm Street and Texas Chance. I mean, Hellraiser, I was just like, eh, I don't know if I'm really that interested in it. So, uh, later on, which would have been just not that many years ago, just a few years ago, I finally was like, you know what, I'm going to pick up Clive and I'm going to read Clive Barker, um, and picked up books of blood and, uh, and was just blown away. Um, just absolutely, absolutely blown away by, by Clive Barker, um, and his, his, his short stories in the books of blood. Um, from there, I, uh, I did see Hellraiser, loved it. Um, I've seen several of them now. I mean, they get kind of ridiculous, <laughs> but the first two, especially the like, first two are awesome. Um, they definitely hold up, but, uh, and then I've also read a couple of his novels. Um, I've read the damnation game and I've read weave world. I've read both those all the way through. Yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, my first, uh, so, but my first was, was to short stories. And like I said, in a previous episode, we did our top three short stories, um, his short story, uh, The Midnight Meat Train, which is a ridiculous title, um, which was also adapted into a movie yes. um, starring Bradley Cooper and Vinnie Jones, um, is my favorite short story of all time. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. And his way with words, he does it, no one does it in horror like he does. No one makes, no one makes horror as literary and gorgeous as he does no one modern at least i shouldn't say no one because obviously you know um you know back from your day you know your boy brahm and stuff and uh and mary shelley uh you know they uh Asshole. they they obviously were very good at making doing literary horror but um just the way he weaves words together are just is just gorgeous yeah and 
the the book for me that where I really felt that I I totally agree with you. I think there's a uh, it's not a lyrical quality. It's it's an elegance. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, his prose is elegant and it's succinct and it and it's got great it's got great flow. Like it's it's very easy to read and it's sophisticated at the same time. And I I I know this probably isn't like at, at the top of most people's list, but he came out with a book in '09 called Mister Be Gone. I don't know if you read mm, that yeah. one or not. No. And, I haven't read it, but I, yeah, yeah, and it is um. It's told from the POV of the devil <laughs> in first person. And it is, uh, if you really want to sort of get a sense of, of Clive Barker as a wordsmith, as, a, as a, uh, uh, his craft in, in language, I think it's a great one. And it, it's, you know, he did the whole YA thing. I think it's, uh, is it Air, Airbat? Airbat, I always. Airbat, yeah. It. And then, uh, uh, what's the other? There's another one that's like more popular, actually. Uh, the Thief. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't think of it. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Those, so those books are really good too, and they're, and they're and they're good because they're not straight up horror like that. It's almost like a YA dark fantasy series. The Aberat or Aberat or I don't know how you pronounce it, but but Mister Be Gone for me, and it's a short novel. Uh, you know, as far as novels go, but it's definitely worth a read if you just kind of get a want to get a sense of his of his style the other one i was trying to think of is the thief of always uh, that's, yeah. that's the name yeah. of it yeah that's another one of his like ya titles but uh but yeah aberat is actually uh i haven't read that but i know that that is uh it's one that he it was done like he did art for it too yes, like the, the, the book has yeah so yep. the book is has like illustrations and stuff that he actually did so he mixed in his painting um, with the story and his visuals are, I mean, amazing, you know? Yes. Um, but I will say this, like, and, 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 you know, I might get a little bit of crap for this to be honest with you. And maybe it'll make me just seem like really like ignorant or something or just stupid, but like, it's hard for me to read his long work. Like hmm. it's, it's like, it's so good, but it, I get so bogged down and I end up getting like almost lost of what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's just, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, I get so just caught up in just how gorgeous his prose is that seriously, I just get lost. And mm -hmm. I didn't have the issue with the Damnation game. The Damnation game was basically one POV, and it was also his first novel, which might have had something to do with it. But it was just a really good story, just really good, straightforward story. Um, but, Weave World got a little crazy and yeah. very fantastical, which uh, I, I also, by the way, I read the other day, they're actually going to, that's getting adapted to a television show, which oh. should be interesting. Um, wow. Okay. But, but, uh, but man, like the great and secret show, like I've, I've read like 30 or 40% of that book. And it's just like, I had to put it down because I was just <laughs> like, this is so difficult to read. You know, yeah. it's just, it's, it, it's not this difficult to read. It's just that, like, I have to really like focus really hard and yes. be able to really like put the attention into it if I want to enjoy it. I totally um, get that. I same way with like Tolkien. Uh, I, yeah. I, same way. I totally appreciate him, but I have to like really concentrate when I read Tolkien. But his imagery and the way he, he does weave words together is done. It comes across so well for short fiction. Yeah. That's why that his, I think his, books of blood like 
you know, if, if you haven't read Clive, I think that's a really good place to start. Um, they're, they're very digestible stories. Um, and, and like I said, his, his imagery, like it comes across really quick and there is a 700 page book. So it's not like through and neandering and stuff, you know? Right. Um, and I don't say that in a bad way. I just say like, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's a huge influence on me as well. Like, like for me, it's mainly a visual thing. Like there's things when I'm writing, I'll be thinking about, and I'll be thinking about like some of the visuals he's created. Um, another one of his books I read, I read the Scarlet Gospels, which came out, um, I guess it'd be like last 2015, I guess it came out. Yes. Um, and it, it got shit on. A lot of people didn't like it and it's definitely not strong prose for him. Like it's definitely like a, a step down, but you know, he's been sick and stuff and he's, I think there was a lot of pressure on him to do that book. Scott gospels is the, uh, the end of the pinhead story. Yes. Um, I, I and it's a, not a spoiler. It's in the, it's like in the title, the, in the description. So what were you going to say? I, I just wanted to say, I haven't, uh, I haven't read that one yet. So it's definitely on my list, but I haven't gotten to it. And, but his, the, the prose is definitely like at a, at a little lower level than some of his earlier work, mm-hmm. but the, his visuals, like the way he describes like hell and stuff. And it's awesome. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's really rad. So, um, so yeah, so I guess if you had, uh, um, I know there's something else you might want to mention in a second, but if there is, uh, like if someone is coming to Clive Barker for the first time, be it a movie, be it a book, whatever, like where would Jay Thorne send them? Uh, I I think you're right. I'm going to agree with you on this one. I think Books of Blood is uh, where you start. Um, and And just because it would be the same thing like uh if i wanted to introduce someone to ray bradbury i would start with like the martian chronicles um yeah even though i like something wicked this way comes one of my favorite novels i think if i wanted to like talk about bradbury it would be it would be or the illustrated man like the the short story collection you really get a sense because of of the diversity of the stories and uh so i would say the same for for barker i'd say books of blood Awesome. Well, I definitely agree with you there. So there's a, <laughs> yeah, not, not much else to, to add to that. So I, cause I agree. So, um, well, cool. Well, so anything else you want to add? Cause we're kind of getting up against time there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad you reminded me. I almost forgot, uh, on Facebook, um, a few months ago, I guess I kind of teased that I had, uh, gotten permission from Clive Barker to adapt one of his stories into something. And, and I'm still being a little vague about it, but uh, I'm getting really close to having that done. And um, I will uh, announce that here on the horror writers podcast is it's going to be coming up pretty soon. It's, it's, it's short. It's not a, it's not a big deal, but it's a big deal for me just because I'm uh, considered such an honor to be able to, to take the man's words and do something, um, in a different medium with them. So I'm really excited about that. It'll be coming up soon and uh, I'll announce it here first. Very cool. Very, maybe we did the show a little premature, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) by just a few weeks, I don't know. (laughs) That's okay. No, but we'll, we'll definitely have an announcement on the show. We'll be sure we have in the show notes and all stuff. So, well, cool. So everyone remember to, uh, you know, go and, uh, and so we can start adding to that prize box. You guys, yeah, if you're on iTunes, you have no away. idea what Jay's holding stuff up again. So, <laughs> oh yeah, well, I already told him what it is. So, 
just a, a, use your imagination. It's not Zach's pencils. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Hey, put down that Xbox 360. I thought you were going to send that to me. Wait, 360. That's the old one. I meant to Xbox One. I'm yeah, say, I'm going like, to give away my. I'm going to give away my last generation console. You're that's old, really man. shitty. You're old. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just kidding. So, anyways, all right. Uh, so we thank you guys for joining us, everybody. Uh, enjoy the Walking Dead tonight. If you're actually watching it or watching or listening to us the day it airs, and uh, if not, then uh, I guess you're not watching it tonight. So, okay. Uh, so we'll see you next week and later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Horror Writers Podcast. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's show, please feel free to leave us a comment. Subscribe on iTunes and on YouTube. If you like us, please leave us a review on iTunes. The Horror Writers Podcast can be found on the web at thehorrorwriterspodcast.com. All graphics provided by Johnny Diggs at diggscreative.com. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode.